Welcome. Welcome to All the Balls week. We're in week 74 right now. Jake Platter, Justin Miller. We had a little bit of a scare before the show started. Oh, my knee. We didn't think it was going to start, but guess what? Was that the scare? Yeah, the knee. The knee buckled up. My knee blew up. But yeah, week 74, All the Balls. It seems like it's been a while, but it's only been a week and two days. But yeah, welcome back. we go like four days and then I'm another show. Yeah, but... Hey, you got to do it every week. Jake's coming off a fresh haircut. Actually, I got a haircut. I don't know if you guys know, if you guys care. If they you were guys, distracted by my haircut. If you want to look. Yeah, Jake just got his done, what, 25 minutes ago? He walked Sorry. in. He walked in. The hair started falling from his head. I could see, like, some of the, some of the leftover rust. I got rust. a walking cut. It looks good, Jake. Thanks. Not that I looked. No, I, I kept staring for about 40 minutes. I'm like, I can't look play that. this haircut. Look at that style. It looks good. Not too short. But you know what? It was a, another busy week in the sports world. One isn't a busy week. What happened? It was football games. We're talk about what happened. That's what happened. Yeah, Jake. I think we should get to it. We got, we're going to the Town Spa after this. If any of you ever been to we the Town Spa. We Spa if you want to meet some celebrities. It's a good place to go. Get some pizza. Get some... The French fries are very good, too. I was going to say, we got to get the crinkle fries. The mozzarella sticks. You want, what do you want? Every app? The lemonade's actually really good. I don't know what they do the with it. The lemonade? Yeah, it's really good lemonade. Is it homemade? It's probably like from a Papagino's fountain. I don't know where it's from. But yeah, it's good lemonade. <laughs> Papagino's town spa lemonade. Thanks to everyone for viewing. Who's in here early? We'll see. Greg, Greg's on early. All the balls. What's up, Greg? Kansas City won. Too bad. But um, all right, let's start off with the baseball news. Baseball's still in a lockout. Doesn't sound like the season's going to start on time. But we did have some pretty big, some very big news Congratulations to the one and only David Ortiz. And I think this was pretty for some people said that they didn't know if he was gonna get in. I thought, I thought all it was along obvious. I thought all along it's a pretty obvious thing. I mean, this is a guy that Multiple World Series. Yeah. MVP in the Clutch, World Series. Clutch AF. ALCS MVP, World Series MVP, three time World Series champion. Well, this I, is a guy I think the, the argument was that he was a DH most of his career. Yeah, that and, the, that and the steroid thing a little bit. Hey, no one can prove whether that was true or not. And it wasn't as worse as others, but they say if he gets in, Clemens should get in, Bond should get in, then people say if he don't, he shouldn't get in, then they shouldn't get in. I mean, I can see where they're coming from. Put them all in. But, and that's exactly what I was just going to say. Ortiz should be in, Bond should be in, Clemens should be in. And my dad kind of said this a while ago, maybe there should be like a little bit something that says like, steroids maybe a designated area for some of these guys in the hall of fame no but if you think about it loud and clear a lot of these guys that are in the hall of fame now have done steroids in their career right some of them you don't know about some of them you know about david ortiz i don't think it was as bad as others but when it comes down to what this guy did for boston what this guy did for the boston red sox what this guy did for the community this guy was unbelievable yeah starting off with the minnesota twins this guy was an unbelievable player Congratulations on getting the Hall of Fame. And when you hear the word clutch, especially with the Boston Red Sox, this is the first guy that comes to my mind. I mean, going to a Red Sox game when I was a kid, hmm. up until when he retired in, what, 2016, 500 home run hitter. The guy was as clutch as can be. The curse of the Bambino was broken in 2004 with him on the team. They won another World Series three years later. They won another one six years later in 2013. I mean, this guy was there when it mattered, and he was the definition of clutch for the Boston Red Sox. I don't know about you, Jake. You're not the biggest baseball fan but yeah when tory hunter went flying over the fence i mean this guy was the definition of clutch hitting no doubt about that and even though he didn't play the field his first base he played first base a little bit give him credit for that no i mean anybody can play we can play first base no i can't i'm a lefty you still could play it but might get run over (laughs) but yeah this guy was unbelievable and you didn't have any doubt that he was going to get in because i really didn't at all i didn't i i just think that 
you know, for a decade, he was one of the biggest names in baseball. Yeah. And, and you know, all the accolades that he has, it, it just seems like an obvious Hall of Fame ballot to me. And even if you're not a Red Sox fan, again, like, basketball and football are probably my two sports ahead of baseball a little bit. But still, this is a guy, if you're living in the middle of North Dakota, if you're living in the middle of anywhere, you know who David Ortiz is. And not just because we're from Boston. This guy was not just one of the cl- most clutch hitters in Boston Red Sox history, but in all of baseball, you could pretty much say that especially in the playoffs, whenever you needed a big hit, especially a big home run, this guy stepped to the plate and did the job. And it seems like every time I went to a game, when Ortiz stepped up to the plate, half of the park would be standing the whole time because you knew something big was going to happen when he stepped to the plate. I'll never forget. I actually I went to a Texas Rangers game, but it was probably at least 12 years ago. What I remember from this game is the Red Sox beat Texas 19-8. to And in the first inning, after the first inning, the Red Sox were winning 10 nothing. Ortiz had two grand slams in the first inning. Whoa. I don't know if that's ever happened before, but I remember that from when I was a kid. I was like, man, I mean, to have two grand slams in one inning barely ever happens, but to have two grand slams in the first inning from the same player, that's insane. But, yeah, right. but watching him, and move on to the other guys real quick, you do need at least 75% to get in. Barry Bonds had 66%. He was the second closest, and listen, I think Bonds should be in. There were a few in. guys in the 60s. 65.2% for Roger Clemens, another guy that deserves to be in, obviously, and then... Kurt Schilling was at 58.6%. Again, he's another guy that deserves to get in. All the political stuff going on with him is kind of, I think it's spiraled down for him in that sense. But Mm -hmm. these are four guys that all deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds, the all-time home run king. I mean, yeah, steroids played a part of it. But still, you're not telling me he wouldn't hit at least 500 home runs if he didn't do steroids. I mean, that's ridiculous. You'll never know. You'll never know. Clemens obviously did the steroids as well. And Kurt Schilling basically had the bloody sock. But... These guys are unbelievable players, unbelievable talents, and congratulations to David Ortiz. Did you see the video of him celebrating with Pedro Martinez? I didn't. Great video. If you have time after the show, watch it. Before Town Spa or after Town Spa, when you're waiting for the appetizers, it's a great video to see. But congrats to David Ortiz. Always a big fan, and I always will be a big fan. I hope at some point that he comes back. And plays. Maybe, yeah, maybe he could, but maybe a coach in some aspect. I, I like it that he's taking the time off right now, but... He almost died. I kind of forgot about he got that. Shot. He did get shot, and that was unfortunate. Thank God he's okay. But congrats to Big Poppy on a definite honor, well deserved. But now there's a lot more football going on than baseball right now. And we were talking about how bad Wild Card Weekend was, and we were definitely due for some good football games. And we I think got it. I think we got some good football games. The divisional was fantastic. I mean, four games that all came down score. to the final They're play. All one score, and they all came down to the final play. I mean, I don't think that's ever happened before. And it always seems like the divisional weekend lives up to the hype. And this year, I don't remember that ever happening. I mean, unbelievable. Right. I only got one out of the four games right with the winner. I, I forget who you picked because I only had – I had Cincinnati winning that um, game. Two. Yeah, you got – we both didn't have Green Bay. We'll go, get to the games more. I got two right. We'll get to the games after we do the three up and three down. We can't do it for the Patriots, obviously, but for the divisional round. But it was a wacky weekend and – once we get into our predictions at the end of the show, the four teams remaining, it just it sounds crazy. It really does. There's, yeah, it sounds crazy that the San Francisco 49ers are one of the four teams left in the NFL. And if Bengals. you told me at the start of the season that the Cincinnati Bengals would be in the AFC Championship, I would think you were in a different universe. I mean, yeah, I saw a stat today that this is the first time in the Super Bowl era that the Bengals and 49ers, they both finished last in their division last season, and they both get to the championship games. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's been a crazy season. But before we talk about the games that just happened, let's get to the three up and three down. Let's do it. Um, let's start with the 
I think down. the I think the ups list might have been a little easier for me. Yeah, let's go with the downs list. The downs to me were pretty easy. Easier yeah. than the ups. The downs. I came up with three guys that obviously blew, and let's see who you got. Did they suck or did they blow? Brit, both. Bridget said you got a nice haircut. Thank you. Thank you, Bridget. You see it up close later. Oh, she said Jake, not Justin. So, sorry. Um, so yeah, first down for me. Well, who's the first down for you? Ryan Tannehill. Yep, first down for me is Ryan Tannehill. Easily Ryan Tannehill, the guy. He blew the game. The big hype on Ryan Tannehill was in their last seven games going into the playoffs, he'd thrown like one interception. He threw three interceptions, and they were not smart plays. It wasn't a a tipped ball or a bad bounce or a deflection. He just threw them straight to the other team. He And, like, the Cincinnati defense is not – supposedly is not that good, but he just – Made it easy for them, and and Ryan Tannehill totally blew it. Well, yeah, yeah, he had two, three, three interceptions. Two of them were definitely his fault, but yeah, he's my number one down. And the way Tannehill played in that game, if he played better, I think they could have easily won by the game. Three, and he threw three picks. He did have a good throw in the end zone to AJ Brown, but yep. besides that, too he, little, too late. He cost him the game, and even some of the balls that he didn't throw that were not interceptions. I don't think he had a good game. Some of those incompletions, he missed some guys. Yeah, overall. If Tannehill even plays a little bit better, that's a game that they can easily win. Again, it's a one-score game. Credit to Cincinnati. We'll talk about that afterwards. So that's my number one down. Number two down for me, I went with the coach of the Buffalo Bills, Sean McDermott. A lot of people have been talking about... Is he a defensive guy? No, but he's a head coach of a football team that, if you remember, at the end of the game, they kicked the ball. They were winning by three points. All Kansas City needed was a field goal to force overtime. Yep. 13 or 14 seconds left, I believe. Yep, three timeouts. McDermott decided that they should kick the ball out of bounds. That, if they kicked the ball at like the five, even the six, seven-yard line, there would have only been time seven, six seconds. Oh, sec- you mean through the back of the end zone. Through the back of the end zone, six or seven seconds left. They could have easily killed six seconds towards the end of the game. The Kansas City would have probably... forcing them to return? Yeah, yes. I, I saw a stat that the last time that they returned in the game took them seven seconds. So say it takes them seven seconds again. Yeah, they'd only have one play There's only of two. six seconds left. They would have had one play instead of two, and they wouldn't have got down the field. And most likely Buffalo would be in the AFC Championship against the Cincinnati Bengals. I think in a situation like that, especially with Patrick Mahomes on the other side, you cannot kick that ball out of bounds. And I really think he was just like, there's time. 13 seconds left. This game's over. Yeah, I mean, he probably wasn't thinking that, but if you want to... Be a better head coach. Make the decision and I, win I the agree. football game. I agree. Let them return the ball and see what happens because that will kill time and that will most likely only give Mahomes one play to get to in field goal it. position. Yeah. But, yeah, so he's my number two down. I'm with you. I, I, mean, I didn't pick him, but I like it. My number two down Fear is, catch, Max said. I see yeah, what you're then, saying. Yeah, but then you'd be... 20 yards back from where you were before. Yeah, you'd be probably... On the, the five, on the 10 to 5 versus the 25. And then, yeah, I see what Max is saying. There's the same amount of time left, but still you're going to have to throw a hill. You're going to have to 15 more yards. Yeah. Um, Thank you, no, Max. You're, no, you're right, Justin. Max is wrong. Um, Sorry, Max. For me, the second down is Aaron Rodgers. Um, it's not that he was so terrible or whatever, but this is... The divisional round, you've earned your buy. You've played your whole season like an MVP, which he probably will win the MVP. Yeah, I think he will. To get your buy and and have that home field where, you know, playing in Green Bay is so valuable. Um, and he put up 10 points. Yeah. Like, the, the 49ers are, are good. They're a good defensive team. But, I, I mean, the, the Packers had a hard game against the Saints the first game of the year. 
And I don't know if they scored less than 10 points any other time the entire season. I don't remember that. But they scored 10 points in this game, and all they needed was 14. Yeah. So, big down to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and I think that's the last game that he's going to play in a Green Bay Packers uniform Ooh, as really? well. really? Yes, I do. I think that's it. I think we've what seen about the- Adams? Quite possibly him as well, but I think Rodgers more likely than Adams. But we'll, wow. we'll cross that road. Might, might be kind of soon. And so down number three for me, I had Tannehill McDermott. Down number three for me is the guy. I know he's coming off a big injury, but in a Buccaneers-Rams game, I know they won the game, but Cam Akers, you cannot fumble a ball twice in that game, especially towards the end of the game in that coming situation. Coming off an injury he played last week. Yeah, but he's coming off a huge injury. It's a he se- looked fantastic as far as like his health. Yeah, 24 carries for 48 yards, so he, he averaged two, two a yard. That's terrible, but they're giving him the ball 24 times. Like, he's not hobbled. Yeah, and some of that I blame on McVay not giving the ball to Michelle more than one time in a situation like that. But right. Akers, in a playoff game like that, you can't fumble the ball twice, especially that second fumble. You're giving Tom Brady a chance, and a lot of that has to do with Tom Brady being Tom Brady. But Akers, you got to hold on to the football. Maybe I understand once, but you can't fumble two times in a divisional game as big as that. I agree. I th- I'm, I was with you. I'm, I have a different Rams player. I have Matthew Stafford um, for a down. And he had a great first half. Like, he, he killed it. He did everything he needed to do in the first half, really, to win the game because they did win the game. But I, I blame – there were a lot of problems throughout the Rams' offense in the second half of the game. But I think it all starts with the quarterback. I know he's not the reason Cam Akers fumbled or the reason Cooper Cup fumbled. Ooh, yeah. But – he wasn't the reason that ball got thrown over his head either on the snap. But no, so, something is not right. Matthew Stafford just cannot string together a complete game. And it concerns me going into the championship game. Like, I really... I'm excited for this, that game, by the way. Maybe more I than really, the I'm almost... I'm torn on who to pick. I, I'm, like, I'm undecided currently while we do the show. I don't know who I'm going to pick later. Well, we'll tell you towards the end of the show because predictions are crucial at the end. So those are your three downs. The ups list, yeah, the ups list was kind of easy for me because I had to, I basically said, to, you I know what? I think there's two obvious players. I had to put Allen and Mahomes on the list. They're both on my list. They, well. they have to be on the list. The performance in that game by both of them. Yep. We'll talk about the Patriots in a second, but the AFC is going to have those two quarterbacks for a very long time. They're not going anywhere, and the performance that both of them put up in that game was unbelievable, incredible, back and forth. How could they not be on the list? Totally agree. They both were fantastic. Neither one did anything wrong that should result in them losing the game, but one of them had to lose. Um, they both ran their team, um, led their teams in rushing too. Yeah, I mean the, that first drive by Mahomes was incredible with the the thirty five yard scramble. Oh yeah, thirty five yards. And he dove for the touchdown after like an eleven yard gain. He was Mahomes was fantastic. Like Josh Allen was amazing, but Patrick Mahomes is just like on a different level. This guy is like nasty, literally unbeatable. Um, He's in four, his fourth straight AFC championship. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, Shout I, out to Gabriel Davis, by the way, too. And, or Gabriel Davis. Yeah, him. Um, 201 and, yards or whatever. Yeah, and I mean, runs. he could easily get another up, but I really think Josh Allen was the reason he, he got all that, those yeah. balls. So for me, despite the fumble, Cooper Cup is on my up list. I think he torched a... I mean, they're not the best secondary, but he torched a good Bucks defense when the, the Bucks defense is all about stopping the run, and they did stop the run. When, you, when they do that, you know you have to pass the ball, right? Oh, Cooper easily. Cup stepped up and was great. He had like 180 yards receiving. Yeah, and a 70-yard touchdown. I mean, the two crucial catches at the end of the game. Yep. Cooper Cup had a great season. So you got Allen Mahomes and Cup. I went with Allen Mahomes. I don't usually do this because I usually pick one player, but 
I was thinking back to that 49ers-Packers game a little bit more, and I think the third up to me is going to go to the 49ers special teams in this game. I think they were absolutely huge. They tied the game. They blocked the punt that resulted in the game tied at 10-10. They blocked another one earlier in the game. And as Coach Bill Belichick says, special teams can change a game. I think the 49ers defense was good, but I think the reason why they won this game was a big, big shout-out to the 49ers special teams in this game. Two crucial plays, a play to tie the game, and if the special teams didn't play the way they did, I think Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay still would have had a chance to win. I was just seeing something on the on the TV that I feel I need to mention um, because it's insane. About who, the Bengals? No, the Titans. What happened? The Titans had a postseason NFL record nine sacks, oh, yeah, and they right. lost the game. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking about that, let's recap Divisional Weekend. The first game was what? The Titans game? Yeah. So, yeah. Nine sacks, and they lost. Yeah, that's crazy. And, I mean, the offensive line... Obviously a factor, but nine sacks in a game. Nine sacks. Whether it's a regular season game or postseason game. The NFL record's ten. And that was probably the worst of the four. No, it might have been the third best of the four games. That was, it was I don't know. The Packers 49ers game was kind of boring. Yeah, that was probably the third best game of the weekend. But, I mean, even starting the weekend with this game, Joe Burrow just keeps on impressing me every single week. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the predictions at the end. But this is really a game, again, we already said it. Tannehill basically screwed him in this game. And Derrick Henry didn't look too bad either. No, he didn't. Dante Foreman, I believe, did lead they were, it in rushing. They did a good job containing him, though. Yeah, they went for the two-point conversion. They crazy. Yeah, they did a solid job. And I think an underrated signing of the offseason for the Bengals has to go to Trey Hendrickson. He's had a great season mm-hmm. on that defense from the Saints. But overall... Oh, did you see Sean Payton retired. And yeah, Sean Payton, Sean Payton did retire. There, were, there was a lot of movement. So did Big Ben. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's so much going on. Oh, we'll, we knew that. We'll get to more of the coaching carousel next week because there were... Two other things that happened today, but there's probably going to be a lot more by the time we do the show next week. But Cincinnati definitely deserved to win that game, and it will be an exciting AFC champ. I hope it will be an exciting AFC championship. I mean, if it's anything like their regular season game, then it will be. Yeah, it, it was that, like four weeks ago. It was pretty recent. All right, on to the night game. Like Jake said, this is probably the worst game of the four, but the game that definitely, the result of this game surprised me the most. For sure. I mean, we didn't think San Francisco could be Dallas. We didn't think they could be Green Bay. Yep. And now you look and they're in the NFC Championship game. But Green Bay, Green Bay has a lot to figure out here. They have a lot to figure out. I think the backfield with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones is kind of a little worse than people thought it was going to be. I feel like sometimes they don't know who to bring in and who to not bring in. They seem to be, like, very timid with Jones. Like, they don't want get, to, like, get him hurt or anything. And I was looking at the box score. He led them with 120 receiving yards in this game. I was like, it's wow. incredible. I didn't realize that. but He's a great receiver. He is, but I, they... There's going to be major changes with this team, and they just lost their offensive coordinator today to the Denver Broncos and Nathaniel Hackett. So I'm not going to say this, but watch out. It Rodgers could go to Denver. That's all I'm saying. Whoa. Wouldn't be surprised if he follows his offensive coordinator to Denver. Just like Peyton. Yeah, so watch out for that. But not what else from this game happened? Again, I said the special teams was great. Garoppolo wasn't terrible. No, he did a, what he, he had to do. He's a game manager. He, he's never going to take over the game. He's going to do just enough to not... If he doesn't turn the ball over, they have a very What's good up, chance Megan? of winning. That seems to be how it works. If Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't turn the ball over, they have a very good chance of winning. Yeah, easily. And he has Debo Samuel. He has George Kittle. Yep. Elijah Brandon Mitchell. Ayuk. And Elijah Mitchell is better running back than I really thought. Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, Ayuk. I don't think he caught a pass in that game, did he? I don't know. They, don't he's know. like a gadget guy. And their defense is still good. You forget Nick about Bosa. it at times, but... The, yeah, the secondary's not great, but when that front seven plays like they're capable of, yep. they can beat anyone. And they, Definitely. They were really good in that game. All right, moving on to the next day. 
this was a crazy day. I woke up, brushed my teeth, took a shower, and then I was like, man, we're going to have some good football games. And that Tampa Bay game, I'm like, oh, shit. Had some money on Brady it. almost did it. That would have been crazy. If he did that again, but Brady wasn't horrible in this game. I mean, you can't blame him for not having God. The no. Godwin loss is huge. No, and but the, the reason I picked the Rams is because they were the healthier team. Yeah, going in. They were the healthier team for mainly the whole season. Yep. Tampa Bay was never really that healthy like they were in the Super Bowl run last season. But the takeaways from this game, obviously, you can never count out Brady. No. Cooper Cup, unbelievable. I count him out a little bit every week, but I guess you I'm, have to, right? I'm like, done counting out Cooper Cup for I the know. remainder of the season. And then Odell Beckham is yeah, a huge addition. He's been great since he's been there. Great game. He's been great since he's been there. Higby had a good game, and I think the Buccaneers secondary was kind of bad as well. It's been bad for a lot of the year. And how, what do you think about that final play? I mean, the second or third to final play, defensive coordinator for the Bucs called a, basically a full-out blitz. Cooper Cup was pretty much wide open yeah, over Winfield. You, the one thing you couldn't do was let them have the field goal range, and he, he gave it right to them. It's horrible. And th- yeah, in that situation on that play, that's something that you can't afford to do, something you can't afford to call a play like that. And the reason that he did, I get it, apply some pressure, but still, a field goal wins the game, and that's exactly what the Rams right. did. Right, and, and people are talking about Cup for MVP. You're really going to single coverage him at the end of the game like it's that? It's horrible. One of the one receivers that you don't want to leave in single coverage, and Cooper Cup just destroys you. Of course. And then they kick the game-winning field goal. But you got to shut up Brady again. I don't think it's going to be his final game. No, anyone that says he's retiring is... Crazy. I think I think he has one season left. That's said, it? I think this is going to be it for him. I think he has one season left. He said he wants to play until he's 45. He's going to be 45 in August, but I don't think he's going to go out like that. No, I don't think so either. This doesn't seem like the right game for Brady to leave. We got some coworkers listening. What's up? I think he proved he can hang. Like he's, oh, yeah, I, I just don't see how he can have a season where he leads the quarterbacks in most statistical categories and then decides, oh, yeah, that's enough. Yeah, like no he, way. clearly he still has it. And especially they have a ton of cap space in the offseason. They're going to have Evans back. They're saying they want to re-sign Godwin. That might be a little bit of a mystery. But still, they got a lot of guys, a lot of weapons. And when you have Brady, you can basically get whoever you want yep. in most situations. All right, let's move on to the final game. Obviously the best game of the weekend. I mean, going in, we thought this was going to be a good game. But who the heck would have ever expected this to happen? Oh my Mahomes God. and Allen going back and forth. 25 points in the last... Minute 50 of regulation. This game gave me like six or seven different heart, att- heart attacks in between. It was unbelievable. But these guys, unbelievable quarterbacks. And what else could you expect from two of the better guys in the game, really? With 13 seconds left, did you think the Chiefs were going to do it? No, I didn't. I did. I mean, I, I said... I, I'm not like... I don't want to brag. I really was like, they could do that. I thought with whatever, 54 seconds left, I'm like, oh, Josh Allen has plenty of time. I wasn't yeah, that surprised then. Of course. I didn't think they'd leave Davis wide open in the end zone with nobody even... The, yeah, right. the fans weren't even near him. It was ridiculous. But he was wide... I've never seen someone so wide open in a situation like that. But then 13 seconds left, I said to my friend Mike, we're watching the game, I'm like, you know what? I think he still has some time. I don't know if it's going to happen. And then I almost, I almost dropped to the ground. Much time. Yeah, way too much time. But overall... Davis, to, you know, Stephon Diggs only had seven, seven or I think it was seven yeah, and the yards. Two point conversion. Yeah, congratulations, him. That was actually a big two point. I mean, conversion. Gabriel Davis like was the guy. What's up, Jake? Um, yeah, he was Gabriel the guy. Davis had an NFL postseason record for touchdowns, something Jerry Rice never even did. It's ridiculous. Some of these performances that we're seeing, I'm like, I, know. I just want to nine sacks, four tutties. It was awesome. I mean, the, all four games were awesome. They kept getting better and better. But let's hope we got a good. AFC and NFC Championship. Real quickly, Jake, I was thinking about this during the games. The quarterbacks, the Patriots obviously have Mac Jones. Yep. 
But we were talking about they were close. I mean, we thought in the middle of this season they were on that big winning streak. And we're like, oh, maybe they could go to a Super Bowl. Maybe it's the Brady and the Bucks I think against, we, Bra- yeah, okay. against the Patriots. Yep. But now I'm thinking about this conference. And, yeah, we got Mac Jones and he's a good quarterback. But we're going to have to be playing against guys, as you saw, Allen, Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Who knows? Maybe Deshaun Watson, maybe Aaron Rodgers. I think the Patriots could be a little bit further away than we think. Yeah, I think we got a little too excited halfway through the year. Um, and, you know, the, the question here is, are the Patriots close? Um, and I, I'm a little concerned. I, my, my holdup is, you know, the, the old adage is that, you know, defense wins championships, and I really don't think that's the case anymore. Yeah, you, got, um, you need these quarterbacks. I mean, the, the Buffalo Bills had the number one ranked scoring defense in the NFL, and they couldn't even stop Patrick Mahomes for 13 seconds. Yeah, you need a um, franchise quarterback. You do. You absolutely need a franchise quarterback. I actually put it as a consistent, high-powered offense that can revolve around the passing attack. It's good vocab. That is, that is exactly what you need to win a Super Bowl. You can't... I mean, look at look at the teams that have been kicked out of the, out of the playoffs, all right? So... What, the quarterbacks, you mean? No, but, I mean, look at... Um, I mean, Jimmy G maybe we, is an We exception. thought the Colts were, were a playoff team, right? Led by Jonathan Taylor, not a strong quarterback play. If you if it was only about the passing attack, they wouldn't be around. They didn't make it. Look at the number one team in the AFC, the Tennessee Titans. They yeah, Tannehill. lived. They lived and died by Derrick Henry. And when the running game wasn't going, the passing attack did not do enough to keep them alive. I didn't trust it. I'm honestly surprised the 49ers are still in this in in the thing. Yeah, Green Bay is um, the one exception. We thought that Green Bay would be here. Right. So. I mean, yeah, they can win games. I don't think it's enough to win a championship. The Patriots could have beaten the Bills if you know if it was an off game. We've already beat them once this year, but I I don't think if that we, was a weather. I thing. don't think if we went to Tennessee or went to Kansas City eventually or Cincinnati for that matter, we we would have won through all of those games. Yeah, I don't um, think so. And you need that quarterback. You and need, we're looking you need at the to AFC be able to fall back on the pass because the run is fantastic for for asserting yourself in a game, but late game. If there's 13 seconds left, you really think that Mac Jones could do something? No, unless it's one of those plays and, to Kendrick Bourne, like right, in the Dallas and, game. Yeah, it's, it's not going to work. And they were, they're talking about it on the radio today. I don't think this would ever happen, but what if there's a, what if they could get Deshaun Watson? I would do it. Yeah, I would easily do it. And that's a situation where, sorry, Mac Jones. I'd say, yeah, I'd say sorry. But you're we have Deshaun Watson. But still, that's, that's a situation for a later time. But you think about the quarterbacks in the conference now. Or Rodgers. Yeah, I would do it. Yeah, I would it's Aaron Rodgers. I would do that too. It's Rodgers and Belichick. That's a crazy combination now. Yeah, but you need the quarterback play and Mahomes, even Joe Burrow now. I mean, come on. It's just ridiculous. The AFC quarterbacks right now, and like I said, we don't know where Rodgers is going to end up. We don't know where Watson's going to end up. And most likely, Mac Jones is going to be the quarterback, unless something crazy developed. I would say it's almost a guarantee. Yeah, 99.9%, something like that. But the quarterback play is definitely a huge factor. Moving on to... Overtime was obviously a huge topic of discussion in the divisional round because of what happened in that Buffalo game. So I said, you know what? We got overtimes in all these sports, the NHL, the NFL, the MLB, the NBA. I said, Jake, what's your least favorite? What's your favorite? And to me, it wasn't too hard. I mean, it kind of was a little bit. but Ranking them? Yeah. You start at four? Okay. I mean, at four, I I have football. Yeah, I have four. Um, Yeah. So what we're doing here is the the four major sports overtime rules or protocol not college how, how yeah not not college just four major professional sports how we feel about their overtime rules so we're ranking football as the worst overtime rules um now 
to me, this is a, is a touchy subject. Um, because I get it. Don't it, get too touchy. I get it. Um, you know, in, in a game that was so back and forth between Mahomes and Allen, Mahomes and Allen, 13 seconds, you know, Mahomes gets down the field, ties the game, overtime. I... I personally said whoever wins this coin toss is winning the game. Yeah, and we and, knew that was a given. And sometimes that's how it goes, right? But football, to me, this is my only argument against changing any rules in overtime football. What, the sport is, itself? Yes. Yeah, that, that's football, true. Football is not about offense only. It, like, there's, there's two sides. Some could argue three if you want to go to the special teams. There's two sides of the ball. And just as much as your offense can take over a game, your defense should be able to do the same. Now, I get it. When a guy's hot, he's hot. He's making plays. If you don't have the personnel, if you're tired, whatever. But we're really going to change all the rules because offense is becoming prevalent in the NFL. Like, at some point in time, defense was a lot more powerful than offense. Look at, like, the 85 Bears or— It's the best defense of all time. Yeah, right. Like— Teams with dominant defenses, the Legion of Boom. Like, do you, are you really going to change rules for, for the times? I'm following like, Michael Felger's idea. I really don't think that the rules should change. All right, this is what I heard on Felger Mads a couple of days ago. I 100% completely agree with this. Keep it in the regular season. It's the regular season. Just keep it how it is right now. Yep. But this is what he proposed in the playoffs. I think it's a phenomenal, phenomenal idea. You set the clock to 10 minutes, a quarter. You play the quarter. And whoever's whoever wins... Win. End the game. Whoever wins, wins. It's not a bad idea. Ten minutes on death. Then you can do all the strategy. What if you, some team could have the ball for the whole overtime for the whole ten minute period? The defense has to step up or throw the ball downfield. You can do tons of strategy with that. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not a bad idea, and I I get it. Um, it's like a ten minute period. I would Just, rather go the other way and what fifteen minutes? No, test it in the regular season and then or even the preseason. I mean, maybe right. game won't happen in the preseason, right. but. Um, or make it happen in the preseason. Just say, oh, it's a, we're going to play a 10-minute or something stupid like that. It won't, teams won't go to overtime in the preseason. They, yeah, usually they not. They refuse. They just end the game. But you got to try um, it like some, somehow, some way. Yeah, I, if you want to make a change, I think that's a good idea. Um, but I, I really just think, you know, hey, if you want to win, win the toss. Or if you want to win, play some good defense. Yeah, make your defense better in the offseason. Right. Like you, you have 50 yards, essentially, to stop somebody before they can, you know, just outright win the game, um, at least hold them to a field goal. It, like, is it that hard? Shouldn't be. Hold them to a field goal. I mean, with two then quarterbacks you can, then you can go win the game yourself. Yeah, so I think football is four. I went with NHL three for me. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I do like – I like it. Like, I tell you this all the time. The only reason why I went with this three is because I'm not a huge shootout fan, and I understand you have to do that at some point. But, like, the NFL could adjust it. The NHL adjusted. Obviously, they had to adjust. They're not going to do shootouts in the playoffs in the no. NHL. And what they do is, it's just, awesome. They just keep playing. There's nothing better than overtime playoff hockey, in my opinion. I love I loved that. It's but pretty exciting. It can end at any moment. It can triple overtime, yeah, double overtime. it can overtime. go on forever. We've seen crazy long games past 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. But the NHL did a solid job. I mean, in the regular season, I do agree. What else can you do? You can't have these guys playing all night. But that's why they went to three-on-three overtimes now. And right. I, I don't know about you, but I love the three-on-three overtime. It makes the game more entertaining. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a faster-paced game for sure. Um, and I think, like baseball did, the goal in the regular season should just be to end the game. Um, yeah, especially with 162. You know, in the fairest way possible, get it done quickly because these guys are playing night after night. And you don't want to you know overwork them or get somebody hurt or whatever. So I get it. 
But for me, I ranked basketball as my third least or the third favorite. Um, I get that as one. No, see, here's my problem with basketball. I just don't think there's anything you can change. That's why. Oh, I I do. Shootout, knockout. Yeah, sh- yeah, they should play knockout. Um, my problem <laughs> with basketball is that the overtime period is too short. Um, five minutes. I mean, I yeah, think five eight. minutes is way too short. It should probably like I don't. It doesn't have to be another quarter. It shouldn't be above like, ten though. I don't think. If it was like eight minutes, I'd like it more. Um, I just think five minutes is way too fast. You know, one team can easily go on a nine zero run. In a three-minute span, and then, then, it's and then it's like, yeah, good luck. It's over. I, I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan of that because basketball— In the regular season, they should keep it. Basketball is a game of runs, um, and I'd like to have the opportunity for both teams to make runs in an overtime period. I think five minutes is too fast. So if you're the commissioner, you change it? Put it up to a vote, I guess. <laughs> Jake just changed it without anyone's advice. Yeah. LeBron's going to be like, what are you doing? But yeah, I mean, I went with the MLB second and MLB second, NBA first. The only one we haven't discussed yet is the MLB. Yeah, but I love it. I love the, the MLB was my favorite. Yeah, and the reason why they did this is obviously because it's 162 games in the oh, regular yeah, season. Yeah, I mean regular season MLB rules. Yeah, you can't you can't do that in the playoffs. Right. So that's that's what I meant. Um, a guy in second. Putting a guy in second was a genius idea that like. Before it happened, if you told me that, I'd be like, well, you can't do that. That's like... No, it's a fun idea. That's some crazy stuff right there. But they did it, and I think it's perfect. It's an awesome idea I because you have so many situations where you, you go up to the plate with a guy in second. You bunt, get the guy to third, get one out. Right, and you, you don't want to drain your bullpen either. Yeah. And you just want to get it over with. And, and with a guy in second, more likely than not, at least one team is going to score. Yeah, and usually we're not seeing these 13, 14, 15 inning games where you're watching the Red Sox pass 2 o'clock in the morning just so they lose on a walk-off home run. We're watching these games That'd that are cool. usually... yeah. In the 10th or 11th inning, usually they're over. I think the longest one was like 14 innings, and that was like one time. Yeah, and I mean, that's just about you know two teams scoring the same. They probably scored. They just both scored. Yeah, so that's, that's our thoughts. It is really interesting to think about all these. The only one that's not different besides the playoffs, the NBA keeps it the same for obviously regular season and playoffs, if you think about it. Yeah. MLB is different. No, the NHL is. Um, oh, the NFL, too. The NFL also, but we want if, if nobody scored, they'd keep playing. That's the only difference. Yeah, which is... There's no ties. That's the yeah, only no, difference. No ties. But, like, that's only come up, like, I, I remember the Ravens and Broncos went to double overtime. I really can't remember another one. The Ravens? Oh, this year? No, no. I mean, like, in the playoff football. Oh, really? The Ravens and Broncos went to double overtime. Well, like Joe Flacco yes. against someone? Yes, when, when the Ravens made the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, that might have been the playoff, like, that year. Yeah. It is the playoffs, because that's the only double overtime you can have. But um, No, like, that year they went to the Super Bowl, right? It was that yeah. year. Um, I really can't remember another time that's ever happened. Yeah, the year of the the delay where the lights got shut off at the Super Bowl. Remember yes. that, the hard bubble? But yeah, so those are the four major overtimes. College basketball we don't need to discuss because that's the same as the NBA. But college football, real quickly, kind of interesting. People have proposed that maybe the NFL should make it like college football. You know what they do, right? Yes, I do. And my, my argument... It's interesting to watch. Like but. I said, it's a two-sided game. It's not all about offense, all right? So, like, and I get that, you know, defense can stop somebody and, you know, it's, it's touchdown or bust, right? No, well, you're at the 25-yard line. You start, each team starts at the 25-yard line. Say BC's playing, like... First and 10? Yeah, first and 10. Say it's BC against North Carolina or something like that just because I'm wearing the BC shirt. And that actually just happened in basketball. But say it's BC, North Carolina. BC, they start at the 25-yard line. Say BC scores a touchdown. North Carolina, they could score a touchdown too. They go and they keep going back and forth. Can they kick? Yeah, but if BC kicks a field goal, North Carolina touchdown wins it, obviously. Right. So it could, it, I've seen it go to like seven or eight to overtimes. Me, it's too close. Like I get, I get that... Um, Sometimes college, people go for two. College is a, a lesser 
talented game. Like, in the NFL, you should be able to stop somebody. But on the 25, that's tough. Like, you're already there pretty much. So Yeah, imagine Mahomes and Allen going back and forth from the 25 they yard They score line. like 30 times in a row. And then sometimes you could go for two or something like that. I think it's interesting to have that rule in college. And, yeah, maybe that's something you could try in the NFL, but I don't know. It's not like a regular season type thing. I wouldn't do it. But, yeah, I, I like the college football rule better than the NFL rule in overtime just because I think it's way more entertaining, to be honest with you. But that's that's our overtime segment segment of the show. Next, I said to Jake, we're gonna have a little surprise surprise guest. Welcome. Oh, uh, it's already time for this. Yeah, it's oh, not that much. Shoot, it's not too entertaining, but it is something I might need a pen and paper for. So oh. let's get the pen and paper out. We're gonna talk some NHL. In, oh God! No, we're not gonna talk some NHL. We're gonna name some NHL. Oh. So the magic. I'm ready for this. The magic number is thirty-two. Do you know why? That's how many teams there are. We're going to see how many NHL teams Jake can name right now oh that are gosh. currently in the league. Okay. I didn't tell him, so. And, yeah, he didn't tell me this was going to happen. The over-under, in my opinion, I was thinking about this before he came. Okay. Is 15 and a half. Oh, my God. I'm going to get that so easily. Like the first and last name? Like Boston Bruins? Yeah. All right, so you got one. I gave him one. Yeah. The Bruins. There's 32 teams. Did you know? Wait, there's 30. Yeah, it's 32 in the NHL, 32 in the NFL, and then the NBA is 30. Yep. So you got 31 left. You're not doing too bad. Okay. Do you want me to? I mean, I'm not going to go in any particular order because I don't know what order I would go in. Alphabetical? Yeah. Um, all right, Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, I'm just going to write the first name so we don't have to. Minnesota Wild. Uh oh. I'm in trouble. <laughs> Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, four. Calgary Flames. Yeah, I wasn't thinking he'd get Canada. <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs. Six. Um, Montreal Canadiens. I want to see everyone. This would be nuts. That would Seven. be pretty crazy. Seven. Um, yeah, see, the problem is, like, I'm going to name the same ones repeatedly. And then you can't do the um, thing where, like, the, you don't know, like, the, the division or conference. Like, yeah, I know. Philly Flyers. The Philly Flyers. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins. New York Islanders, Rangers. Good, that was that was good. That was smart. Um, yeah, thanks. Three, four, five, six, seven, um, eight. That's eleven. The um Oh boy. Car- I was gonna cover the bottom of the screen. Hopefully oh. they don't show the NHL scores. <laughs> whatever, whatever. <laughs> um the uh LA Kings, Vegas Golden Knights, Dallas Stars, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh Seattle Kraken. Whoa. Um now I'm like in the middle of the country. Three, four, oh, the, five. Oh, the Preds, Nashville Preds. Yeah, in the middle of the country. Um, <laughs> That's not in the middle. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You got sixteen already. All right, so Whoa. I already beat your number. You get half um, of the league. I knew I would do that. Um, then there's the, um, oh, the Anaheim Ducks. Shut the TV off real quick. Why were they up there? No, was, it was coming. Did you say the Ducks? No, you yeah, didn't. The Anaheim Ducks. Um, 17. The... Don't give me any hints. I'm not looking at the comments. Um, three, Detroit four. Red Wings. Wow, yeah. The original six. What'd you say? They're part of the original six. Oh, yeah. Um, the Detroit Wings. Yep. The Washington Capitals. Jared Kessel would be happy. Yep. The... Uh, I'm trying to think about Canada. Because I... Oh, the Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver... I think that's 20. Damn. Um, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. He got 20. He's down to the final 12. This oh, is where it gets tough. I, I know. Um, 
The... I'm trying to think of them. I, I thought of like two or three they didn't say. How many teams are in Canada? I have no freaking idea. Like six or seven? Probably. You got a, you got a lot of Canada I teams. I said Calgary and Edmonton and Vancouver. I can think of one Canada team. And Montreal and Toronto. I did those, right? You said... You said Toronto. You said, yeah, yeah. you did. Calgary, so, Edmonton. There's yep. one more that I know that you didn't say. Yep. The, um... Uh-oh, the max only at five. I mean, eight. Um, uh, the max at eight. This is tough. The, I'll get the charger. The, the max at eight. <laughs> yeah, the max at eight. Um, max house at eight. The... We're, this is hard. We're going to set a time limit, too. Yeah, I mean, you can you can call it if you want. We'll give them those, I'm, I'm happy with 20. We'll give them no 617. It's the three-minute warning because we have a little bit more of a show to continue. Okay, okay. I like the three-minute warning. Oh, so, the The Cougars? The, the Cougars? Isn't there, isn't there a team called the Cougars? What are they called? I mean, I've heard of a Cougar before. The, but. Ca- the Carolina Cougars? Um, you're halfway the right. The Florida Panthers. Yeah. All right. The Florida Panthers. That's how I worked out that one. Well, you almost uh, just got another one by what you just said. Carolina. Yeah. You know their name? I mean, their last name? Uh, their last name. Um, no. Um, All right. Well, you get half a point at least. Oh, if I can just name Four, cities. Five, six, seven, eight. Um, you get 21 and a half right now. And you have two minutes. What, uh, the, what are the Carolina... I don't know. Panthers? So, no, that's Florida Panthers. I mean, you can call quits here. I mean, it's up to you if you want to... I would like the 617. Yes, yeah, so you get the 617... Oh, never mind. I thought that was wrong. Um, the, uh... Oh, wait. Ethan Butt said 18. So you went over what Ethan Butt said. All right, word. Yeah, see, that's how it goes. Um, the... I mean, if we're doing the NBA, that'd be pretty. The easy. NBA can do all of them. Um, there's the whole middle of the country. I'm just totally spacing on here. The one minute warning. So I did the the Avalanche, but there's probably a, another team in there. Get Avalanche coming on Saturday. Um. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the this last Canadian team is also bothering me. I did Montreal and Toronto, and it's kind of a hard team to think of. Is it the um, the Yukon Territory? <laughs> the Yukon Territory, um, the Huskies. That, no, that's all I got. I'm done. All right, so the cap twenty one and a half. I'll write it at the top so we remember for next year. Um, it's the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh yeah, I'll put in huge letters Hurricanes so we know that he didn't get that one. And then let's see, let's check out the eleven that he didn't get. So we're gonna go to the NHL standings. The bu- There's another the- Buffalo Sabers. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah, that counts. Okay. Thanks. So we got Buffalo. I knew there was another New York team that I didn't name. 22 and a half. Is there another team in Texas that I didn't name? Texas? Um, yeah, because well, I said the Dallas Stars. The Canada team you didn't name was the Winnipeg Jets. Oh, you know what? I thought of that before we started, and then I just didn't say it. All right, so we got Florida, Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah. You didn't the say Lightning. Tampa Bay. No, the Lightning. That was a surprise. Yep. Toronto, Boston, Detroit, Buffalo. Uh, I don't think you said Ottawa. I didn't say Ottawa. Montreal. What's, he, what's Ottawa? Senators. Yeah, okay. Rangers, Penguins, Carolina, you said Washington, Columbus. You forgot about the Blue Jackets. Columbus Blue Jackets? Yeah, okay. Did you say New Jersey? Oh, I should have said the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, you didn't say the Blues. No. You didn't say New Jersey. 
Colorado, Nashville, St. Louis, Minnesota. You got more of the West, I think. Minnesota, Dallas, Winnipeg. You didn't say the Blackhawks. No. Um, Arizona. You didn't say the Arizona Coyotes. No, sorry. Vegas, you said the Ducks. You said the Kings. You said the Flames. Yeah, yeah. you said the Flames. San Jose Sharks. Oh, tough one. Edmonton. Yep. Vancouver and the Seattle Kraken. Yep. Pretty decent job. I think I exceeded expectations. Yeah, that was that was good. Con- camera, Congratulations. All right, let's get to some basketball. We got to get to some basketball before we get to our NFL championship, AFC and NFC weekend picks. So that's what we're doing now. No, what a, what a jump. We got to talk about some Celtics. Oh, okay. I mean, we got to talk about some Jason Tatum. Back up. Jason Tatum. For those of you that don't know, went for fifty-one, ten, and seven. Whatever. Like four or five nights ago. Whatever. People on the radio are talking. Should they trade him? Should they not trade him? Should they break up the Jays? Should they keep the Jays? Should Tatum go? Jays. Uh, the smoking Jays have been smoking hot. And they've been looking good together, even though they just destroyed. I went. I can officially say that I was at the biggest Celtics win at home in the history of the Boston Celtics. What they win by? 53, but they were, up at, they were up at like 60 at one point. It was ridiculous. Halliburton sucked. Mitchell sucked. Yep. Buddy Heald sucked. Yep. Barnes sucked. Bagley sucked. They're saying Buddy is, might be a Celtic. Yeah, that Kings team needs to get blown up faster than this Saturday snowstorm that we're about to have. But Didn't know what was coming there. Is Tatum untouchable is my main question. Well, in reality, yes. But, um, the, but the real answer is no. What, like, you're going to get, like... If the Sixers were like, we'll give you Embiid and, and Tobias Harris right now for Jason Tatum, I would do it. Um, but, like... I'd be skeptical. I think Tobias Harris is that guy that everyone throws into every trade that nobody wants. Yeah, but it's not about that. It's... Embiid? Right. If, if the Warriors said, we'll give you Curry and Clay, we, you'd do it. Oh, yeah, like, I mean, so, hello. So, no. He, he's not... There isn't... There isn't... There is a trade out there that moves Jason Tatum off the Boston Celtics. Will it happen? But you think we're going to no. get it? No. I don't think we're going to get no. it. Absolutely. No, like, they, they shouldn't. And you don't I trade mean, him for like, Damian Lillard either. No, no, that you don't. When we talk about, like, untouchable, like, I, in my head, you don't trade him for, for parts. You know what I mean? Like, you're not you're not Unless it's, like, two sick parts. You're not surrounding Jalen Brown with the pieces you get for Jason Tatum. Like, that's, you don't do, you don't downgrade. If you can get a better player, do it. But there aren't that many, and there aren't that many. They're even less available. So what is the question? Lol. Oh, Max. Oh yeah, Max. You missed the hockey portion. We um we asked Jake how many NHL teams he could name. He got twenty and a half. Twenty one and a half. Twenty one and a half out of the thirty two. Twenty one and a half. Yeah, twenty one and a half. So so no, Jason Tatum is not untouchable, but he won't be traded. Yeah, he's not going to be traded. I think he's going to be a Celtic for life. Honestly, I don't. I mean, a lot of like, do you really think that? Yeah, I do. Do you know how many players in the league are lifers, like real ones? Yeah, um, not a lot. Steph Curry only. Ben Roethlisberger. Steph Curry only. Yeah, I mean, there's... Who else? John Morant. He's in, like, his rookie contract. Yeah, you're saying guys that have been with their team for, like, forever, yeah. How many guys are lifers? Yeah, he's probably not going to be... Yeah, he might not be Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are the only ones. Clay Thompson, yeah, I don't know how they afford that, but that's ridiculous. Because the, you know how many the pay cuts went up. And Clay Thompson took like a big pay cut, too. Mm-hmm. But that was early in his career. So, yeah. no, they won't be lifers. They, it's just how it goes today. They leave. But, yeah, I think he's pretty much untouchable because we're not going to get a deal that we want for him. Right. Unless, like you said, we're going to get Curry and Clay or something crazy like that. But Yeah, like Harden and... This is a guy that you don't trade. Durant. 
I don't care if that deal comes along. It's like a Lillard or someone like that. Even if it's if Joel it Embiid. What if it was Lillard and CJ? I would and, do and it. you still have Jalen Brown? I would do it, yeah. Yeah, and you still have Jalen Brown. Yes. I would definitely do it. But if you're telling me you're trading like Embiid straight up for Tatum, I say no. As, mu- as good as Embiid is. <laughs> as good as Embiid is. I, I would do that. I don't think that's going to move anything along with Jalen Brown and Joel Embiid as your top two players. Embiid's going to win MVP. I'd rather have Brown and Tatum than Brown and Embiid. I think no. in this day and age no, you, of the NBA. No, you do that trade, and then you trade Robert Williams for like a point guard, and then you're, you're nasty. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we're going down that road, I'd trade Robert Williams for my great uncle at this point. But what? I, I'm not a huge he's Robert incredible. Williams. I'm not a huge Robert Williams guy. You're crazy. He's a good dunker. He's a good defender. He's... That's all you need. Al Horford's been disappointing me. That's definitely for sure. He's but thanks for the notification, Yahoo. All right, yeah, so that's Tatum. And then the question is, should they split up Brown and Tatum? I mean, no. these opportunities to have two guys like this do not come around too often. Great point. And I know you're, you're saying, like, we were watching the games. This has been a 500 basketball team for two years now or whatever it is. But you got two of the top 20. I think Jalen no, Brown's probably a top 20 player. You got two of the top 20 players in the league. And I know the Celtics are not playing good right now, but I'm not saying that this team still can't put together something the fans, with these two guys. The fans are way too quick to abandon ship. There, there are down years, and there are things that can be done. Max would do it. Tatum Straight up, yeah, I would too. Um, there, there are things that you can do in a down year to progress your team, but blowing it up is not, no, not always one of them. Like I, I don't think you trade – we're talking about trading Brown here. I don't think you trade Jalen Brown to get other pieces to surround Tatum. To me, that is not the right move. To me... Tatum's not even 24 yet in t- Yeah, and Brown's, what, 25? 25, yeah. In today's NBA, it's not one star surrounded by pieces. It's multiple surrounded by pieces. And it's hard to get these guys once you get rid of them. Yeah, 100%. And you don't give up Jalen Brown. He's too talented. Too young, to bless you. Too young, Thanks. too talented... Too good of a rapport with Tatum. I know they don't always play the best basketball together. It's but getting these better. guys are like great friends. And to me, that is an important factor. They, you need good chemistry. You need good friends. Um, now, I don't think they should be broken up. I do think the Celtics should be making a lot of moves at the deadline. And it, and that's not... I, mean, I don't think they're going to make a lot. But. It's not to say that they should try and turn this team right now into a contender. I really think they should go the other way and start selling. Yeah, but I don't um, think they should... Trade guys just to trade them because they're not going to go anywhere this year or something like that. No, but you I get to still build to the future. I think Schroeder should be traded. I think the contract he's on is amazing. I don't think the Celtics will re-sign him, and I think that a contender would love to have him on on the bench at the end of the year. You get to listen so, to offers for everyone. Yeah, but Schroeder to me is an obvious move. He's going to walk away in the off season. We could easily get a late or first round pick from a from a contender. And we like, have Pritchard too. Yeah, like if if the Lakers, I know they'd let him go, but like if the Lakers were like, oh, we really need a point guard off our bench with some scoring. Let's give them our our next year's first round pick for Schroeder. You do that. I would try to get Horford out too. Yeah, he's on a huge contract, so that might be hard. But to, the other names I mentioned were. I think Grant Williams could very easily be traded. He's building his trade value, actually, which is kind of crazy For, to think about. He's an incredible spot-up shooter. He's a good defender. In the corners. Yeah, he's a good defender, and he could easily do rotational minutes on a big team. So I think Grant Williams could be got very easily by another team. Trade him to Memphis. Then, yeah, why not? Um, Played college at Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I one of like Langford or Neesmith 
could could also be. Yeah, you can trade them tomorrow. No, you but can I, trade think, them. I think teams might be calling, saying, hey, you know, I haven't seen Neesmith in your lineup lately. Like, Yeah, someone that could actually play him. Yeah, right. It, even as much as Jake likes Robert Williams, man, but if you get I, the they no, they the Celtics have said it themselves. Yeah, they don't. They're they not see, gonna. They but, see him as a part of the core. But if there's an offer out there, and Tatum loves Robert Williams, Jason I Tatum, love him too. Jason Tatum is has a crush or something. Him and no, Robert I Williams are guys. I didn't mention Marcus Smart because I I don't think he'll be traded. I but just, I just don't see it happen. But again, if you get an offer for Smart, as much as he's a, he's the he's right, a Celtic, his contract is the right package piece, which is unfortunate because I think they want to keep him. Yeah, they'll keep it. I don't think they're going to do much. The trade deadline's, I think, less than three weeks away. So we'll get into some of the guys that could be and might not be traded because there's a good amount out there right now. Who do you think the biggest player in the NBA to be traded at the deadline will be? Do you think Westbrook will be traded? No, that's just a bunch of talk, I think. Okay. I heard I heard he, he might go back to Houston. Yeah, for who? Jalen Green? No. No, like a bunch of scraps. The John ba- Wall, actually. John Wall. What, the biggest guy to get traded? No, that, that, that that's the rumor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Westbrook I think Westbrook Wall, stays. Again. A big guy to get funny? traded. Westbrook for John Wall again. Yeah, that actually is kind of funny. Big guy to get traded at the deadline. I think the biggest name that's going to get traded this NBA trade deadline will be De'Aaron Fox. Wow. I don't think he'll be traded. So that team, there's going to be someone. I think Barnes Buddy is going to get traded. I think Barnes could go. I think Buddy could go. I think Bagley could go. I think Fox could go. Sacramento is going to be in a lot of rumors. I was going to say the And biggest- watch out for John Collins, too. Yep, I was going to say the biggest name to be traded is Miles Turner. Yeah, there's. I feel like he's been in trade rumors since he's been born. <laughs> I mean, that guy's in ev- a rumor like he, every day. He'll get traded. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Teams like Indiana, teams like Sacramento that are Brogdon could get traded with. too. That would be a nice piece. I, I mean, would love. I would love to get. I would love to get Sabonis, but I don't think it'll happen. Give me Brogdon. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we need a point guard. Get rid of Smart for Brogdon. I'd be all in. Ooh, straight up. Yeah, I would do that. That's tough. I would do it. I know the defense wouldn't be the same, but... It wouldn't. The heart and soul, man. We still get Jay Rich. All right. Oh, my God. All right, let's... I'd rather trade, like, Smart and... Langford? Richard or Grant Williams for Brogdon and, like, LeVert. That'd be sick to be an NBA GM. What do you love to... It would be a lot of stress, but... Yeah, I'm sure it's very difficult. Yeah, It sounds fun, but it's very difficult. Well, you think you can just get any player... No, I think people would hang up on me a lot. I'd probably have no draft picks left. I know. I'd probably look at I, I would move now. everything for, for one year. I'd, look, I'd like wake up in the morning and be like, you got to be shitting me. <laughs> I'm screwed. But, yeah, that's, that's the story with that. Before we get to our championship picks, the college, we're not going to get into too much college basketball, but college basketball has been awesome this year. It really has been. But we're not going to get into it, but. At the moment, there's been talk. I've heard that five different guys could go number one. I've heard from like okay, five so, different outlets that he. So Chet, yeah, Chet Paolo, could go on. Paolo, Jabari, Jabari, Ivy. No way. I've heard it, but it's not going to happen. And then the guy that nobody's talking about, Jalen Hardy from the G League. You know, he's like that G League guy. A G League player won't go first. He's like the Jalen Green. Speaking of the G League, did you hear what they're doing at the All Star break? Oh, the skills competitions like different now. Not the skills competition. The um the Rising Stars game. I heard. I don't read it. So. This year... Wouldn't mind getting Bagley to Boston. Yeah, no. Aiden. No, thank you. Um, so this year in the Rising Stars, which is typically the... They used to do the rookie-sophomore game. They do the, the first yeah, that and second-year guys playing each other. Now, instead, what they're doing is a three-team tournament that has... Oh, yeah, I did hear that. Has eight guys... I think it's eight guys that are rookies, 
eight guys that are in their second year, and four G League players from the Ignite. Who are they going to be? I don't know. The four, that would be the four best players. They should have this Hardy kid because he's going to be a top five pick right now. He will. Now. So now he gets to play against NBA players. Yeah, that'd be actually pretty cool to see. So that would have been like Jalen Green last year. Yeah. Or like, no. Kuminga. G- Josh Giddy wouldn't have came over from Australia. No, but Kuminga. Yeah, Kuminga. He's actually been really good. But yeah, that would be actually sick. They are going to do that. We'll make our we'll make our Australia game and slam dunk um, predictions like we always do. But yeah, right now, Jeremy Evans. Who do you think should um, deserves to be the number one pick right now? Deserves to, to deep draft. Who deserves to be the number one pick? I went with. I'm gonna say Paolo Blanchero. But yeah, he's good. And but I, you didn't. That's not what you asked me before the show. Well, who deserves it? Who do you want to be it? Who, who do you, you love? You said, no, you asked me, should, who do you think you, you said, should Jabari Smith be the number one yeah, pick? Yeah, at the moment. Should he be the number one pick? And my answer to that was, I, I wouldn't argue with anyone doing it. Um, He's good. He's really good. To me, him and Banchero have the most easily transferable g- skill set to the NBA. Like Smith's like 6'10". And he's a good shooter. Smith is a great shooter. He's got size... And and when you can shoot like he can, you're gonna at least be decent. I didn't love shit. I would never draft that guy first. That is like if you want a real answer. I'm never taking Chet Holgram with the first pick. The dude scares the hell out of Going me. Going to the season, people thought he was like the consensus number one, but he's but dropping it, a ton of bit. The dude's gonna snap like a twig. Like I really just and like you know Connor Howe will make the argument all day that Porzingis had the same body coming into the league, but I don't know. I think I just. I to me, what I want with the first pick is a guarantee. I want a guarantee that I have. Yeah, that's true. Aiden's I here. have at least an All Star. Max is a huge Shet guy. So this group chat's a big Shet guy. Yeah. I guess. So to me, it's what is a guarantee? Like the reason the Kofi Coburn. No. No. But what what is a guarantee? I think Banchero and Smith are the closest things you're going to get to a guarantee that these guys are going to be serviceable NBA players, starter level, with the potential to be all-stars. I take Jabari Smith number one. And I know last year it was Cade Cunningham. Everyone knew, pretty much knew that it was going to be Cade Cunningham. And he looks like he's going to be a great player, don't get me wrong. But Jabari Smith, I think, could be as good, if not better, than Cade Cunningham at the NBA level. He reminds me of him shooting-wise. he got a bigger body, he's a better rebounder, and he's a better defender. I, I kind of like that there was a lot of hate towards Anthony Edwards being the first pick, and he is fantastic. Oh, he's been now. great. His defense is good. But still, Jabari Smith, people going into the season thought he'd be like three or four, but people also didn't think that Auburn was going to be number one in the country for the first time in school history either. Right. And this guy's a big reason we'll why. We'll see how he is in the tournament. It yeah, might matter. It really could. But right now, I think it's going to be Jabari Smith, Paolo Bunchero two. I think Shet's probably going to go three. And then... Maybe Ivy four and this Jaden Hardy kid from the G League. That's the highest I've ever heard you put Ivy four. Yeah, I mean Jaden Hardy. It's it's a guy that we don't know much about because he's playing in the G the League. The locks have have Ivy at like seven. They do. Yeah. Well, right now people are loving this Johnny Davis kid from Wisconsin because he's he's been unbelievable. There's so many. This draft's gonna be very good at the top. I think it's gonna get a little worse in the second round, but. There's a lot of guys that could go in the second round that's going to be like very good. Like Ochiabaji could go in the second round. That's a second round pick? Yeah, right I, would, now. I would take that guy any day of the week. EJ Liddell is talked about as a second round pick wow. right now. Kofi Coburn could be a second round pick. There's going to be a lot of good players. And Aiden, we're not talking about big Dennis Clifford right now from East Bridgewater, Massachusetts either. But no, there's, there's a lot of good players in this draft. I'd take Jabari Smith number one. But again, we still have, what, 50 days till Selection Sunday. And like you said, a lot of this could probably depend on what happens oh, def- it definitely will. in the tournament. And speaking of the tournament, 
I don't know who the hell is going to win this tournament. So I'm glad that we Purdue. don't have a bracket yet. Jake loves Purdue, but you know what? I loved I loved Illinois. We love whole, Purdue. Yeah, we better love them tonight. But I I was hoping that Illinois would win last year. I think I had a little too much excitement in my pants about this Illinois team last season. And then what did they do? Lose they went out early. in the second round and lost to Loyola Chicago. What did my one of my favorite Texas teams do last season? Lose early. They lost in the first round to friggin' oh god, Abilene the Christian. purple Abilene Christian team. Yep. I mean, you never know. Again, I think there's problems. There's problems with every one of these teams. Ohio State. Yeah, they're good, but they haven't or been healthy. Or Roberts. Or Robert. Yeah, you never know. It's it's crazy. We'll be getting our fathead bracket in soon. We probably should order that, honestly. But all right, let's get to the most you can't important order thing. Yeah, there's no. It's not up. Well, we got it last year. Remember, they don't actually have the teams in there. You just film in yourself. Oh yeah. So maybe you can order it. Anything's possible. Max, I was a boilermaker tonight. Yeah, Max, I'm gonna be Carson Edwards tonight. I'm gonna be dressing up as Robbie Hummel. I'm going to be dressing up as who else played? I'm going to be dressing up as a Tuan Moore. I'm going to be looking like <laughs> Jaden Ivey. I'm going to be Matt Painter. I mean, who else do they have? Purdue. Go Boilermakers. All right. Um, championship weekend is on Sunday. One of my favorite weekends of the year. And the thing that I don't like about it is we're going to have to look forward to a Pro Bowl after that. But I'm not looking forward to that shit. No, it's a two-week time. I, I take the week off. I wish the Super Bowl was the week after, honestly. I don't. Championship I weekend. I the week off. You know what it is? Why the hell aren't they going to Hawaii anymore? That was fun. Now they're in, like, somewhere stupid. Where are they now? Tampa Bay? I don't know. I think so. But. What a waste. What they do every year, obviously, the AFC Championship is first one year. Then the NFC Championship is first one year. So last year, the NFC Championship game was first. So that means this year. The better game is first. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the better game is definitely first. The AFC Championship game. Twan Moore, Celtic legend. Max, funny story for you, actually, before we get to this. Orlando Magic legend, actually. Yeah. I actually was in Best Buy with my dad one time in Brockton, Massachusetts at the Westgate Mall. You're never going to believe it. Twan Moore and Avery Bradley were doing an autograph signing. This was like in the – I still think I have it in my basement, but this was like in their first season. I'm like, who the hell is this Twan Moore guy? Avery Bradley's the man. Ten years later, they're both still playing in the NBA. It's unbelievable. But that's my Twan Moore story for you, Max. I hope you enjoyed it. But, yeah – Kansas City versus Cincinnati's at 3. The Rams-San Francisco game around 6.30. Let's start with the game that's kicking off first. AFC Championship game. Kansas City's going into this game seven-point favorite on... That's a lot of points. At home against Cincinnati. I got my score predictions for these games. And I think Kansas City's going to win the game. I do, I, I do, too. Do you have any score predictions? Or yeah. You got it? Yeah. You got it in your phone? Yeah. I I don't know what the over unders are and any of that stuff. Do I remember Kayon Dueling? Yeah, of course, dude. Kayon Dueling retired. I love him. He was depressed. Yeah, that guy was awesome. Lo- so, loved him like someone else. Loved him like this guy, Marquise Daniels, Marshawn Brooks. I loved yeah, him like Marshawn Brooks. Brooks. I loved him like Shavlik Randolph. Yeah, that guy was horrible. Or DJ Brown. Max, who's winning, Kansas City or Cincinnati? So I'm predicting... I'll tell you that I got 58 points scored in this game before I tell you my prediction. I have 61. Oh, pretty close. I'm predicting a push. Oh, so you got Kansas City by 7. 34-27. Holy mother of God. I have Kansas City 34-24. to So yeah, I, I guess we both got Kansas City's score the same. And yeah, I, I, I mean, Cincinnati won this game in the regular season. Not the same. And it's going to be hard. I don't see a team beating a Patrick Mahomes-led team like this I got a, twice. I got a few problems. Yeah, I, I don't see that happening. I don't see 
the Joe Burrow, basically a rookie, Jamar Chase rookie-led team, a bunch of young guys in their first time in the playoffs, I really don't see them knocking off somebody so comfortable being where they are. And the defense is um, going to get, yeah, I think the defense has yeah, no chance. And yeah, I agree with you. The defense has no chance, and the Chiefs defense actually isn't that bad. Like, I get that Josh Allen wiped the floor with them, right. but they're not that bad. Like, Joe Burrow got sacked nine times, and yes, the defense played well. Close to whole way, though. Um, but... I think the Chiefs could get to him too. Like it, it the Burrow's gonna have more problems with the Chiefs defense than Mahomes is with the Bengals. Yeah, no doubt about that. And if the Chiefs can sell, actually, I don't know if the Honey Badger's playing, but if they can, at if, least if they didn't need him against Buffalo. They really need him against Cincinnati. Probably not. But if if a team can finally figure out a way to take Jamar Chase out of a game, not saying it's gonna happen. But it really hasn't happened in these last five or six it weeks. It hasn't happened like all year. If Kansas City takes Jamar Chase out, this game could turn into a murder. I'm not saying it's going to happen because Jamar Chase will probably get right. his. What else do they have? But, man, if, if they take Jamar Chase out, this could get ugly. Because I think Kansas City's defense against Joe Mixon in the run, yep. it can be pretty good. And it was yep. pretty good last game. Absolutely. I'm rooting, I'll be honest. I'm rooting for Cincinnati. I definitely want to see Joe Barrow in the Super Bowl. Maybe the headlines won't be as crazy as if Kansas City went. Obviously, everyone wants to see Kansas City, L.A., I'm sure. It's probably the, the most superstars. You got the most firepower. I mean, I'll, I'll let you know in about a second if I think that's going to be the matchup. But I got Kansas City winning that game. Me too. And I don't know. I want Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow. I really do. I like him. He's a good guy. He's a good quarterback. I think we just don't want to see Mahomes in the in the Super Bowl again. I don't want to see him again. And we could. I mean, we're talking about it's either going to be Kansas City the Rams, which in my opinion that's that's the superstar matchup. If it's Kansas City, San Francisco, we're going to be talking about the rematch of two years ago matchup, which is crazy. <laughs> and Jimmy Garoppolo leading a team. That two- was not two years ago, was it? Yeah, two years ago. It was oh Kansas City, God. Tampa Bay last year. That would be nuts. The same Super Bowl twice in three years. And we're going to be talking about if they win Garoppolo. Especially make- the 49ers, too, like of all teams. And you got to give Jimmy G credit. If he leads a team to a Super Bowl two times in three years. How about the fact that they drafted a quarterback to replace him? Ridiculous. And, and he's going to make the Super Bowl. And then if it's Cincinnati versus San Francisco, it's probably... One of the worst matchups we could have all... Actually, it would be a rematch of a Super Bowl from like 20 years ago, I heard. But that would be a matchup that nobody saw coming. Two right. teams I didn't even have in the playoffs. Right, me too. And then if it's Cincinnati and the Rams, that, would, that would be juicy. That's probably the best game. That would actually be really juicy. That would be a good That's matchup. That's probably the best game. But I don't think it'll happen. As much as I think about that, Cincinnati Rams, let's make that happen. Mm. That would be crazy. We'll see. But yeah, moving on to the next game. The third time that these teams have faced this season... The second one was the last week. It was the last week of the season, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah they, they, came they were back. both trying to win, though. Man, this is a good game. And I could see we've counted out San Francisco the whole season. We counted them out in the playoffs against two good teams. And they're in the NFC Championship. I, I really wanted to take San Francisco in this game, but I, I just can't do it. I'm, like, literally in the same boat as you. I wrote down that the Rams were going to win this game. And just talking about San Francisco makes me want to pick them. Um, I'm I'm really torn. You know what it is for me is I'm super concerned about Stafford against a high quality defense. Um, yeah, we're gonna be seeing ghosts. Yeah, but at the same at the same time, there's too much defensive talent on the Rams uh, for the Rams for me to go against them. Like I think Stafford could have a bad game and they'd still win. But it's San Fran has the edge in the running game though. I think. I mean, okay. They got Debo. They got Elijah Mitchell. The thing to me is Jimmy G is a good quarterback, but on the other side of the football, you got Aaron Donald. You got Jalen Ramsey. Yep. You got Vaughn Miller. 
All right, this I'm, team, I'm going with the Rams. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams. I what's have your, a score prediction. What's your score? 25 to 20. What the f- 25, I got 27, 23. I think they're favored by like three or three they're and a half or something. Three. So yeah, we both, we both get the Rams pretty close. I think it's going to be one of those games where the Rams are up 27, 23 for maybe like five or six minutes. And then Jimmy has a chance maybe with like a minute and 20 left. Well, that's what really, I saw. It's like, it'd be like a 20, 20 game. He gets to the 40 yard like line. A, like a 19 to 20 game. And the, the Rams score a touchdown and then go for two and don't get it. They're up five. Yeah, it's going to be one of those crazy things. Bold prediction for me from this game is San Francisco scores first. Not too bold, but I see San Francisco scoring first, the Rams winning, and to me, just just too many scary ghosts on that defense for L.A. Whether it's Miller, whether it's Donald, whether it's Jalen Ramsey, it's just, it's just, they were built to be a Super Bowl contender. Yes. They don't have any draft picks left, nope. and it would be a massive failure for them, especially they're if they can't get there. Around. They are, and I before the season started, I had them in the NFC Championship game against Tampa Bay, and did I they, see it playing out like to, this? They just happened to play Tampa Bay earlier. Yeah, they did, and LA is a team that's built for this. Yep. But can they beat San Francisco? It's a good game. I'm excited. Next week we'll have our Super Bowl matchup, and that's oh, all. Boy. That's all I got to say. It's it's definitely two matchups that we did not see coming in the preseason. Do I have to make my Super Bowl pick next week or the week after? Can wait. We'll figure out some some crazy things. Maybe we'll be making like some Super Bowl prop picks for next week. Who comes out first? Over Is it going to be on the uh, on Snoop Dogg coming out first before Kendrick Lamar? Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Eminem, Super Bowl is coming up. Dr. Dre. But over under on national anthem. Yeah. What color will the Gatorade be? Yeah, that's all coming up. Super Bowl squares. Who wants to be in a? I mean, it's a lot of stuff going on. I, I can't wait. I hope it's two good games. They're probably not going to be as good as these divisional games were because that's going to be pretty hard to do. But they better be better than the wild card games. They will be. But on a more important note, for health and safety protocol purposes, be careful during the snowstorm. We got a we got a big Why snowstorm. Is that for health and safety protocol. No, it's just for safety. Be careful, everyone, in the snowstorm. I think what I heard, we got what twelve to eighteen inches coming our way. Could be two feet. Something like that. Everybody, watch college basketball on Saturday. We get some great matchups. We get Kansas, Kentucky. We get Tennessee, Texas. Any any that don't have the same letter? Yeah, BC, Pittsburgh. That's probably going to get canceled because the snowstorm. Right. Yeah, don't watch that game. You'd rather watch a rugby contest. But yeah, enjoy your snow day. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the football games. Get a great game tipping off at 9 o'clock tonight between the Purdue Boilermakers and Jordan the Iowa the Hawkeyes. Powered offenses in college basketball. Yeah, should be a fun night. Should be a fun weekend. And go Purdue. I'm a Purdue fan tonight. I'm a Boilermaker. So that was a fun show. Thank you for the... Caleb Swanigan. I almost just, almost just lost everything. There, I remembered one. Caleb Swanigan. Caleb that guy, Swanigan. That guy was a beast. I almost just lost everything, but I got it back. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tu- tuning in. Thanks for the 28 comments. And thanks for all the likes. We will see you next week. Jake, we got a big, big weekend ahead of us. Oh, yeah. Here we go. See you later.